We're talking about a magical place. We're talking about Brian Rotono's class. We're talking about the room back behind the stage in gym one. Oh, so magical. Kind of cattywonk to the, the it, weight room. There's block walls. Yeah. Had some computers in the back. Yeah. Stuck out like a peninsula from the from the school yeah, building. Yeah, did. You could look out the windows in the back. Windows on three sides or two sides? Two sides, I believe. Okay, just two sides. But the doors you could look out, they had windows on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Windows so much that you could see the back exit to the men's locker room. Mm-hmm. And then if an underclassman was so unfortunate to be pushed out and locked out, <laughs> locked from returning back into the locker room, you could see right down on them. Yep. Without a towel, of course. Um, those were unfortunate times for some folks. <laughs> yeah. I actually think Marcus Rogers was, was pushed out at yeah, one point yeah. because the rumor is that it was the senior, we were juniors, Marcus was a sophomore <laughs> and it was the senior English class of a bunch of girls that saw, yeah. that were just looking out the window <laughs> right down at him. And, uh, yeah. He said it was a tight spot. And yeah. How do you bang on the door? You got two hands to cover. Yeah. Bang on the hort door with your head let yeah. me in let me <laughs> you gotta prioritize something uh, but yeah he made it back in but no plenty of windows two two entrances or exits depending yeah. on how you look at it are you an in guy or an out guy um <laughs> and uh so there's two doors into the this classroom and it was i think for our senior year that was primarily brian rutano's classroom like yeah. he didn't he didn't share that with other teachers no, he correct? Didn't. and it, that's surprising because he was a first year teacher that year yeah. Uh, straight out of college, maybe? Or yeah. very close to uh, this first teaching year for him. Um, he was sometimes referred to as Brian Boitano. Yeah. By uh, some of our class members. Yeah. Kyle Emick would refer to him as that. <laughs> yeah. Who's the professional ice skater. Right. And at the time, he was skating for the national team and he was on some broadcasts and people knew the name <laughs> yeah. more than just now the yeah. movie cameos. Brian didn't like that so much, though. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. You know, I, I think it is fitting that we talk about Brian because we talk about Keener and how we treated him as a first-year teacher and and how we almost smelled, you know, the blood in the water yeah. and went after him. And So, Keener was our first-year teacher our junior our year. Our junior year, right. So, he was fresh out of college as well. Right. So. We smelled blood in the water, like you said. Right. He he improved. I had him my senior year as well, and he vastly improved yeah, our senior year. I agree. Um, so he was probably had those lesson plans from the year prior, and <laughs> you know it was a good time for him. Yeah. Brian Rotano, though, I think we we just unleashed on him. You know, Emmett yes. would be downright downright ruthless. <laughs> he was a newlywed for part of that for for part of that. Uh, that calendar, that Brian, school year. Yes, yeah. And Emic would just like ask him all types of questions in to front of the class to just blush. embarrass him. Yeah. yeah. And Brian, <laughs> it was so funny though. And I don't know, Brian is a unique guy. Um, he drove to school in a purple car. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, to give you a little backstory, there was rumored he was, <laughs> someone saw him smoking on the way to school. Uh I know Bob Braver as well. That was always, always rumored. That was always the rumors yeah, too. Yeah, too. But yeah. Um, yeah, Brian. I don't know if that's true or not. But um, he would. You wouldn't 
peg him as a smoker. You would almost peg no. him more as an actual Brian Boitano type of person, right. actually, right. on the other end of the spectrum. Right. Um, but <laughs> Exactly. Uh, he, I don't know. It, yeah, he's, he's quirky. He's, yeah. he's fun, though. Yeah. He's fun to mess with them. Um, I, I remember Brian would pray with his eyes open for some reason uh, to start yeah. class. Yeah, he'd uh, walk you'd just around the room. Walk around with eyes wide open as he was praying. And it, I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> if you look up, he's just looking at you and he's, so you look back down. Yeah, he's part of that new church crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a part of that yet. Yeah, you don't need to close your eyes to speak yeah. to God. Yeah. My eye opening was later on in my life. <laughs> at that time, I was like, oh, Wait, should I keep my eyes open to match what he's doing or should yeah. I keep my eyes yeah, closed because he's trying to see who's keeping their eyes closed? Yeah. Is you he... didn't know if that's what it was, if right. he was checking it, making sure. Right. Because he know. was a first year teacher and he kind of had still that first year teacher complex of just like sticking to the rules, always sticking to your guns, black and white, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I could really see him wanting to know who's taking this seriously or not. Exactly. So, this was an English class, I think is when you would be the prank praying i forget or would he pray in every class because we had central publications in there as well i only remember it in the morning as part of yeah. english it's, with okay. announcements and stuff because he would read yeah. announcements that's when emic would quip quite a bit is yeah. ritano would the sit morning. there yeah in the morning and kind of talk right, <laughs> right before we got started right and you know the the announcements come out and i don't I, I forget how they sent it out like some email memo mm -hmm. or something and then the classes would read we, them in the class that. And in that particular year, he would read those out. And that's where Emic would just do his little commentary. And it felt a lot like Weekend Update on SNL. <laughs> yeah. Only Brian Rutano was pissed. Like yeah. he, you could almost see him hate to have to read through the announcements. And you could almost tell the ones that he was trying to get through, rush through, so right. that he didn't have to hear... <laughs> That makes say something about it. I know. He would get mad, but uh, he almost got used to it. And he, at the end, he'd just be like, well, Kyle, and like, right. in his voice, say right. his name. Right. Uh, but the, yeah, you're right. It was in the morning because that's when too, uh, too Fat, Matty Too Fat Hignite mm -hmm. would be peeping his head in one of the doors. He'd yeah. be in the shop class, which yep. is probably sixth shop class in yes. his central high school career. Yeah, probably. Uh, and he would peep his head in wearing those shop glasses and... While Brian wasn't watching, probably mm -hmm. at the smart board that he had in his yeah, yeah, that smart board. Yeah, in Brian there. did, yeah. Uh, what else did Brian have? Brian had that big Germex bottle. Germs yeah. weren't really a thing back then. This was pre-COVID, of course. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. You know, he had that huge Germex bottle that we'd always scored up before we went to lunch. Yes, because uh, we had uh, Central Publications class right before lunch. Right, we'd squirt up a bunch. Right. And that's where the infamous saying of Brian's came from yes. in that class. One of his infamous sayings right. that he would always say. Because the class period ended at a weird time. It was yes. it was like 11.07 or 11 something. Something weird. We'd have to find the shirt. It might be like 11.26. Yeah. Something really weird. Yeah. And he would always say, well, we've reached that magical hour. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it... We, it it we germexed up and went yeah. to lunch, which was awesome because the cafeteria is right there. You could slip out that second door, that back right. door, right, and, and get that's, right to lunch quick in line. And that's where I think Brian's discipline and that first year freshness benefited us being the last 
period before lunch because he always dismissed us right on the nose. And so we were typically able to be there. Not if we weren't first, we were pretty close to the first in the lunch line, which is a big deal. That's a big deal. You got extra time for basketball afterwards. Right. Um, but yeah, Brian was probably just ready for his smoke break though. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. He's probably just trying to get out there. <laughs> he's got to get out and get, get out the, the purple. <laughs> uh, that central publications class, that was, that was a blast because we worked on the vein, which was the newsletter, the monthly newsletter that we'd actually put out mm-hmm. a newspaper. Mm-hmm. I should say not a newsletter. It was a newspaper yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, and then the yearbook, which was later in the year. Right. And Brian being a new teacher thrown it wasn't into fair. this. It, yeah, it wasn't yeah, the fair. English teacher, you also have to do this as well. Um, so, yeah, we maybe had some layout issues in the vein that year. Um, but, yeah, there uh, were things we could have done better. But the stories were great. We, the stories were fantastic. <laughs> uh, we had the car corner, which was always good. Um, oh, yeah. The What's yeah. Hot or Not, though, that was great. Yeah. That was always fun to come up with. Um, I remember Nate Larson would always want to be one of the writers on that. Uh-huh. And Matt Matt Too Fat would always get in on that, you know, every once in a while oh, yeah. get a good zinger in. But hey. I remember we would always and I don't I'm not saying that I was a part of it all the time, but the the original every publication, what's hot and what's not, was always like over the top, hilarious, Wait, but pretty yeah. raunchy and yeah. inappropriate. But all truthful, I'm sure. Yeah, all yeah. truthful. And that's, but that's part of what made it hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian would always just edit that all the way down and like cross stuff out and say, you can't, down. you can't use people's names like this. Oh, and you can't on, do Brian. that. And, wow. Because, um, you know, there were issues that were going on in the school that like we would mention in that list if it yeah. was a hot button topic like someone getting disciplined <laughs> come on or, brian this is hot we gotta right. be telling the folks about it <laughs> right exactly it's not news if you're edited exactly yeah and so really those what hot and what not lists that's really maybe the second well probably at least the third or fourth iteration of the original what was <laughs> what was actually published right yeah that changed quite a few times actually <laughs> a lot of back and forth on that oh brian Man. But you were the actual editor of The Vein, right? Or co-editor? Did you yeah, have... Yeah, somehow, I don't know, I layout editor or something. Okay. I'm not sure how. Because you had to actually go through every publication with Brian, yeah. right? You yeah, and, I did. I think there was a, a girl that was with you. Yeah, I believe Holly, maybe. Okay. Swords and Trooper. Um, But yeah, we would have to go through and highlight stuff and Once ca- try to catch misspellings yeah, and yeah. layout issues and all that stuff. Um, but it really came down We in the yearbook. Um, that's when things got crazy because the vein was a nice precursor to the or nice practice, I guess, to the yearbook. But the yearbook is a whole nother story. There's so many details. We took photos for the yearbook. We were in charge of that. Um, and we that used, was a big deal. Yeah. We had some low budget program to put these like corral or something to put these yearbook pages together. And there's so many pages in it. It's a, it's a lot to get down. Yeah. And we, I think we missed some deadlines at we the end did. of the year uh, yeah. to get started on it. We were doing other things. Um, I remember one time Travis and I, to mentioning photos, uh, we had the, t- we needed photos for the golf team and no one had those because not many folks went out to the golf team, which you were a part of. And right. I remember Marcus as well, because, well, I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, we were going to see you guys uh, go out to one of your matches. So Travis and I went 
we started heading out and this was when bishops was in riceland there at the motel which yeah. is no longer there it's yeah. now speedway but um right at the corner like there royal star or something yeah. like that yeah 30 and yeah. Um, 57 yes yeah and Travis and I just stopped in there and started ate lunch at Bishop's <laughs> and it took a while, you know, we're in there an hour, you know, Oh yeah, just. and then we realized we're not going to make it to the golf match in time to get back to school in time. So we just left and <laughs> went back to school. <laughs> and uh, so in that, in the yearbook, you'll see that the golf photo is just of you and Marcus in the uh, back central, central uh, soccer practice yeah. field, soccer yeah. practice field. <laughs> With a golf club, not even in golf no. outerwear. <laughs> no, I'm, I think I'm in, golf I think he's photo. in jeans. <laughs> yeah. Marcus is in jeans in the photos. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's because of that class. I mean, we were missing deadlines all the time like that, though, in the yearbook. And yeah. that's, if you look at this yearbook and miss all the yearbooks prior and then after, it sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> it does. The cover alone will tell you. Um, and yes, the cover is kind of funny. It looks very, I don't know, playful. And we thought at the time vintage looking, but right, uh, right. none of the girls in the class liked it at all. No. We all voted on which cover they choose. And this one <laughs> and won it by one vote. And the girls in our class were upset. Yeah. And Brian was like, well, rules are rules. Rules are rules. This is the yearbook cover, and that's what it ended up being. <laughs> right. But yeah, it is it is a little rough when you look at it with a critic's eye. But I was surprised when I was on eBay, and I don't don't ask me how I was searching for these things, but yeah. somehow I came across this yearbook <laughs> for sale on eBay. No way. Yeah. I think I oh, what I did was I Googled Central Christian yearbook just to see if if they have available where you could like go on yeah. and buy one. Cause you know, I'm guessing these people that that move and stuff, yearbooks get lost, and people certainly there's a service that you can go and buy these yearbooks for sale, right? And in the Google research, Google results, it, there was a link to the eBay to the <laughs> eBay listing, and this yearbook particular this oh my year goodness. was for sale for fourteen dollars, <laughs> and uh, and this particular seller had like a central yearbook from sixty two, oh. seventy four. Wow. Just a, a wide range of, of years. I wonder how they came up. Like, yeah. How do you get a how do you get mm. yearbooks? Like was there a break in at Central in years past? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but that's where it's unfair to Brian because being a first year teacher, he had no idea. There's no way he got a great training on the software no. that we that we then were trying to figure out. Yeah. And with printing you just there's not much you can do. You got to meet those deadlines. Right. But, and Brian, you know, he was a new, a newlywed too. He was. And the reason I remember this because he got married on a special day. Didn't yeah. He? Yeah. He got married on Valentine's day. <laughs> he did. Yeah. How romantic is that? Exactly. I, it is right up there at the pinnacle. Um, but you wrote a, an article, right? I wrote this? an article in the vein for this <laughs> because I feel like at times we were scrounging for titles, you know, oh, just topics. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and we didn't have a lot of time to do it too. No. In February, what's really going on? Like, yeah, there's maybe some like basketballs and playoff time, tournament mm -hmm. time. But other than that, there's really not a whole lot to write about, you know, not, you can't right. go outside and do anything. No. So I wrote this article about how Brian Rotunno is either the smartest man in the world or the dumbest man in the world for getting married <laughs> on 
Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. And it'll either serve him well by reminding him of his anniversary or if he forgets one, he's going to forget both, both of them. And that's a double whammy. Wow. And so I said, just with one decision, he showed us the <laughs> the two wild extremes that oh, Brian Rutano is. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's so funny. And, and I'm what, glad it got through. Yeah. I'm glad he allowed that he, to be printed. He did. And that's, so, that's great that he did. Uh, he didn't censor that one. No. But it was it was unique that he got married on Valentine's Day, but he had only met his wife prior, I think twice. They were phone buddies yeah. or something. Somehow they distance. met. Yeah. Yeah, they were long distance. She lived somewhere else. Um yeah, and then, well before catfish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't get catfish this time. Yeah. Um but you know, I think the he got married. I think he was in school the next, I forget if they went on a honeymoon or not, but whenever he was back in school, I remember Emic asking him a question <laughs> that day if uh, he went back to, he went, so they got married on a Saturday, Valentine's Day was on a Saturday, and Emic asked if they went to church the next morning, insinuating right. that they were up all night, you know, as newlyweds and everything, right. because right. they had this long distance relationship and they'd only, anyways, and Brian being so shocked that Emic would ask him such a personal question and his response though was of course we were in church Kyle and he was so astonished that like Emic would even think that he didn't go to church the next morning of his after his wedding night right and all of us were kind of looking around like uh what yeah and he was absolutely serious they went to church the next day Mm -hmm. um God bless them praise be they were there and um I remember him saying that and it kind of took Kyle off guard because he didn't have a quick follow-up. He usually would have a (laughs) follow-up. Yeah, he wasn't expecting that response. Yeah, and I think he had a follow-up for like, oh yeah, yeah, we didn't make it. And then he was going to pounce on that. Oh yeah, off he went. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. That's too, too much. With the central publication class, we were in charge of getting out a newspaper and a yearbook. And I don't remember anyone that was in that class that had taken this the year before. And my point is that is that yeah. we were all newbies and the teacher was a newbie. Yep. We really didn't know what we were doing and that created a lot of downtime. And I remember messing around just almost constantly oh, yeah. that had, spring semester yeah. in central publications that if we didn't have vain articles to work on, that's a big reason why we got in the yearbook trouble is because we weren't working on things in January, February. Like we should have been. I was just messing around with all the fun <laughs> characters in that class. Yeah. And we had those tables that two people could sit at. They weren't desks. They were just tables, little short tables. Right. So that was fun too. It's a unique environment to mess around. Yes. That one back wall in that classroom had, had those computers and tables, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. all along that wall. And the one day... Nate Larson and I were just like hanging out at one of those, those stations. Yeah. And he was showing me stuff on the computer and that's what we would, that's how we would spend our time. Like we would jump on ESPN.com, make sure that our Yahoo baseball fantasy sports uh, team was all set. Right. You know, we just mess around on these different websites. (laughs) And so he was showing me something and, uh, and Brian Rutano starts walking up behind us and he's in Rutano's just kind of walking the line of computers. Oh, yeah. He kind make of just, his rounds like that. Yeah. Like making sure stroll. that everybody's right. Yeah. 
it, we weren't looking at anything bad, but I know Nate didn't want Brian to know what he was looking at. Like it definitely wasn't, it wasn't like school related. It wasn't right? central publications yeah. approved. <laughs> and technically we were supposed to be working, but yeah. we were just like quietly talked to, uh, to these people. You know, we would hang out and socialize right in front of Brian, but just yeah. make it look like we were working oh, on stuff. Yeah, dude, I remember some days being in class and not even working in single on anything just talking in the back. Right. And we just tell them that we were talking about designs and stuff. Like yeah. we, we would just, it truly make up reasons not to be doing stuff. It was, <laughs> it was out of control. And again, that's why it led to such issues, right. so many issues in May. Um, so I'm sitting there goofing around with Nate Larson, just looking at like, I don't know, Jeep stuff online or parts or something. And, uh, Brian Rutano comes up behind us, kind of catches us at a surprise, and Nate tries to, Nate tries to deflect that it's like me that made us look at this computer stuff, and it wasn't him yeah. that was like typing it in. You know, <laughs> Nate was always a slide dog. Oh yeah, yeah, he's so funny in that regard. <laughs> and as Brian walks up behind us, and he's walking behind, Nate turns to me and he just goes, "Luke, you rat dog." <laughs> You know, kind of like saying, like, what are you doing yeah. with this stuff up here? Right. And he closes it out, you know, but as uh, as he does that, Brian pauses behind us and yeah. just stops and looks mid -stroll. at... Mid-stroll. Yeah, yeah. mid-stroll and looks at Nate. <laughs> and we're thinking that, like, he's going to he's going to get in trouble for saying rat dog. Yeah. But the thing about Nate is that you need to know is that he likes to steal stuff from oh, people, yes. sayings. He would steal people's sayings. And take credit for, yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. So anytime someone would say something, he would many times follow up with, I made that up. <laughs> uh, and so it would get so annoying. And he would also many times just, his his argument to things would also be, Jesus was a liberal. That would oh, that always <laughs> yeah, crack you, me you up. did say that. Yeah, yeah. when you'd be like arguing with him about stuff, he'd be like, well, Jesus was a liberal. Yeah. Um, but the thing about Nate is that that was, that was his M.O. He had a reputation for stealing for people's stealing stuff. Yep. And he had been doing it for so long that I got fed up that I decided to bring in a new, crazy, ridiculous phrase to like kind of just call someone an idiot. And I brought in to the school the phrase, the phrase rat, dog. rat Dog. Right, because when I think of that term, I always think of you. You're right. actually in my phone as Rat Dog to this day. Right. <laughs> and I I made a conscious effort to actually introduce the phrase yeah. Rat Dog, calling people Rat Dogs instead of being like, you idiot or right. you, you asshole or something phrase. like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so my point is that... Um, I was the one, as I remember it, I brought in the phrase rat dog to the school and I wanted to see if Nate was going to then take my bait and ever claim that it was his phrase. <laughs> right. But I knew very well that rat dog was never spoken by any of us. Exactly. It was never used as a derogatory phrase. Right. And so I was truly inventing this or introducing it to the school. And it was in this moment that we're looking at this computer and Brian Rotono walks behind us. Nate Larson calls me a rat dog. And then Nate looks up at Brian Rotono and with that little Larson baby face, he goes, I made that up. <laughs> And I got, I got so mad 
I got so mad that he was trying to steal oh my thunder, my steal my fridge, yeah. that I was like, no, no, no. And, and I was like, that's mine. You can't take that. <laughs> and it became such a big deal in altercation right there yeah. that uh, that Rotono didn't even address what, what Nate had up on the screen. Yeah. Like he just walked away. He just walked he, away. He just walked away. <laughs> he didn't even, do it. He's like, I'm not getting into this fight. Oh my goodness. Dude, Nate would do that all the time. He stole Big Red from me. I, oh yeah. Yeah. I called um, Brett Howeiler Big Red because he had red hair and he was larger, right. like taller. Right. And I always called him Big Red. Yep. And Nate Larson started throwing that around and saying he came up with that as well. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's Nate, what he would do. He would do that. And yeah. he, that's a true definition of a rat dog. Yeah, that's a true doing. rat dog. He is. He's the rat dog himself. Right. <laughs> I love how he introduced that, though. The first time he stole it was right yeah. right in front of you. Just the, he planned that moment almost to come up with that, I think. He really did. <laughs> he really did. He he was using it before that, but oh, okay. like that was the first time that, that he, to my face... And to someone else, like, like it formally it. claimed that he came up with it. And yeah, he, Larson would do that all the time. It was so funny. Oh, man. There'd be times in English class where Brian was um, pretty lax on some things. And one of those things he started to get more lax on. He'd blast out Reliant K a lot. He'd, <laughs> he'd yeah. play music during while we were working in English class. And supposedly... He knew the band members or maybe something. Yeah. Like he's he claimed to have known them. Yeah. Yeah. Which may have been. And he said that's why I wasn't so into them because he was he knew them before they got big yeah. is what oh. he said. So, yeah. He, yeah. yeah he but played, he was a Canton guy. Played that card. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he started letting us listen to, listen to other Christian music that we liked, which then eventually segued into secular music. Yes. And then eventually segued into somehow hard hard rock and we were yeah. listening to Rammstein one time right in his class and Rammstein uh, it's a german band and it's all their lyrics are in german and so you can't understand what they're saying but it's pretty hardcore like pounding metal music yeah very driving at and, times <laughs> yeah and so we're all listening to this and um see Brian go up to his computer at the front and he starts typing and stuff and here he starts reading the lyrics of the song that we're listening to for yeah. Rammstein, the English version of the lyrics, the <laughs> translation. And he shut that that off so quickly. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what song it was, but after he read what they're actually saying, and he that put it into that real quick. <laughs> yes, I, I love that. And I remember him getting so angry about that. And when he would address the class, he would never do it sitting down. He'd always get up from his yeah from his seat. He probably read a book about how that's a power move. Yeah. You gotta always yeah. be standing above. Right. Yeah. That's probably part of the teacher's cert- certification process. Yeah. But yeah, he, he once he got everything closed down and stopped the playing of the music, he jumped up out of that chair so quick and addressed <laughs> us. <and> like <laughs> I just now looked up with those words. Like he wanted to have a conversation about it. Right. He's like, Brian, what's the big difference? We don't know what they're saying anyway. (laughs) Come on, Brian. Uh. Yeah. There's some, there's other good stories with Nate too. Um, Do you remember he would always stick his butt out in the cafeteria (laughs) line? Him and Bryce Slayball and me, I'm sure a couple others because the teacher's table in the cafeteria was right close closest to the 
part where you get the food. Yes. And so right in there, they'd stick them out, especially. And I believe you were a part of this as well. And we'd have butt, uh, yeah. seeing whose butt was the rock hardest, see who's been working out the most. And right. so we'd punch them, see. Yes. Yeah. And he'd always say he'd have have the hardest he'd butt. Yeah, yeah, he'd claim, yeah, he'd claim it. it. But you you with the baseball butt, I don't I don't know. I punched a lot of butts and I think you had won. Well thank you. Yeah. So I think yeah. he was trying to steal that claim as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Emic would help out by grabbing girls and asking them to, to like poke our butts. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember Nate getting voted. Yeah, he never got no. 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 Yeah. But he would always claim that he he would always claim that oh, he got I know. It. But he would stick that boat out in the hallways too. It, he yeah. would have speed walking competitions because yes. yes. we weren't allowed running in the halls, so no. we could speed walk though. Right, that was our little. Yes, and he was a around. soccer guy, as we mentioned. He yeah. was a Festers player. <laughs> yes, he was, and, and he had some muscles on those yeah, legs. Yeah, he could put those hips. He'd get those hips gyrating left and right, left and right, and he he's a very fast speed walker. Greg Hostetler also a very fast speed walker. Yes, Paul yeah. Herb was behind. He'd be a part of the competitions but not as fast he no he'd be a little bit lagging there right but uh yeah there were a couple times that that nate was uh just hilarious and pranked me pretty good one of the first times i remember would have been from anna dunn's english class sophomore year mm -hmm. we had been reading a bunch of stuff from like greek mythology and roman mythology and kind of reading the classics and stuff. And so we were going to have this big class party, English party, to celebrate us completing this stage of literature. And yeah. we all agreed to dress in togas. Do you remember okay. this? Yeah, I do. We, we like wrapped ourselves in bed sheets. Yeah. 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 It, I think it was around the time that like Animal House was being played on, on cable okay. TV. And, you know, <laughs> we were starting to find, like learn about what. Yeah. The toga parties were right. all this stuff. In the fraternities, yeah. Yeah, so we thought it was kind of cool and funny. Yeah, I remember because we always chant toga, toga, toga. toga. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what, this toga party, yeah. Yeah, and so in gym two, that's where we had like some food, some Mediterranean food and olives and things. And, yeah. And just some different experiences from that region or that time. And so, a lot of us guys were dressed in togas, Yeah, which for me, and I think pretty much everyone was just boxers. Yeah, only boxers underneath. Yeah, just, just boxers and then like a bed sheet wrapped around you and then maybe like a cord or something to tie as your belt, you know, like a piece of rope right. to tie as your belt. And it was, it was a fun time. We were having a good time in it's gym awesome. too. And, yeah. and then things got a little bit crazy. I... I I don't remember if the lights were turned out to start or <laughs> not. I think a, someone hit lights the lights. Get turned out in that gym too a lot. Yeah, yeah. And and that's when when the lights came back on, someone had pushed down my toga oh, off they, my shoulders. They disrobed you. Yes, <laughs> and, but they didn't get it all the way off me because they couldn't oh, get my man. my cord, my rope, yeah. my rope. And so. Uh, when the lights came back on, that's when I realized it was Nate Larson, Nate Larson and Emic. Both oh, of them of were trying to get my toga tore <laughs> off of me, and they succeeded. And in front of the whole class, I I was just standing there in my boxers, boxers. 
Yeah, and I I took off running. Yeah, I remember you ran to the locker room, right, or something? Yeah, I ran to where we changed into okay. the togas and then put on my clothes. But I, it was crazy because like, they had no idea what I had oh, on yeah. underneath there. And, I mean, I guess I was opening myself to that by just wearing boxers. But oh, I'm man. pretty sure everyone else was doing this. Yeah. But um, that reminds me of another story, um, a time where there was another disrobing, this time a deep hand scene. Do you remember oh. Lance Kaufman? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. was um, sophomore year. Um, someone, <laughs> we were in the deep hand scene at the time, um, and someone came up to old Lance. He was, you never want to wear athletic shorts or like Adidas no. athletic pants. That's a big no-no no because those are the ones that come down the easiest, and we all quickly learned, except for Lance that day. And Emmett came up on him and just <laughs> de-pantsed them. <laughs> yes. And off they went. And uh, I remember Logan Homer at the time saying, uh, calling him Pants Cough Man. Right. And saying, why don't you turn your head and cough man? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. at the doctor's office because right. of him being deep pants. And poor yep. Lance was in his tidy whities Yep. Didn't get him through. But uh, yeah, drop your pants <laughs> and cough man. So there was all, yeah, there was all sorts of uh, disrobing going on. Yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. And so Nate Larson was part of that, but he also um, tried to intimidate me in the cafeteria at lunchtime one time. Oh. And uh, in fact, his his violence toward me led to violence, me committing violence towards Sam Blau. Okay. And what Nate Larson did to me, he took those wonderful Jello cakes, the yeah. desserts that we would have yeah, from time to time at Central. The little white... Uh... Frosting, the whipped cream, top. whipped cream topping. Yep. Yeah, the whipped cream top and, and the cake and mm. also strawberry. Greg's mom, Nancy, be making those oh, in the back. She oh. was fantastic at those. Mm. I hope she's still making those oh. by the trayfuls. Yeah. By the trays. But um. anyway. So we were having Nate, that dessert. Yeah, yeah, we were having that dessert at lunch. And it was one of the first times I was sitting beside Nate. And he just flat out took a piece of his uh, Jello cake and fed it to me. <laughs> And I think, you know, again, he was trying to figure out. <laughs> you didn't know him at the time. He was new. I didn't, I didn't new, know him that right? well, no. I'm, yeah. I'm, it might have been like the first week of school, actually, okay. this our sophomore year. <laughs> yeah. And he pulled that on me. Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just hilarious to think back of like all the times that he he definitely pushed on me, if that makes yeah. sense. Like he, he definitely was trying to start That's some stuff. Did you eat the... Yeah. Dessert that he fed to you? Yeah, yeah you I just did. took it like a champ. Yeah, I ate that. And then you ended good. up doing the same, the same blow on his first day. Well, then, yeah, yeah. I, I felt that, well, yeah, see, you that's what I was taught. Going. Yeah, and I thought, oh, that's what central people do is when someone <laughs> transfers in, they feed them a piece of their dessert. Yeah. And so then when Sam Blau walked in the next year, I decided I'm going to feed him a piece of cake. And I thought, you know, if he responds the same way that I did, then Sam Blau's a guy like kind of like me. <laughs> And yeah, he kind of responded the same way I did, and he just ate the pizza. I remember that because dessert. he came out of that that the room where you get your food. I don't know what you call that assembly the line, yeah, the yeah. where you have your tray. You come yeah, out of that room line. into the cafeteria, then you kind of go out of the cafeteria and then back in. Anyways, yeah, Sam comes out of that and he's looking around. First day, of his he doesn't know where to sit, and you're like, you raise your hand, you're like Sam. And you, <laughs> yeah not meant and you wave him over to our uh table and he sits down and he's like oh good thanks i didn't know where i was gonna sit 
and you and right. first thing you go you scoop up that piece of cake and you go you know what's really good There's some <laughs> little piece of this right here so you said something like that yeah yeah he, he just kind of looked at you yeah uh, and he took a bite he and, took a bite and so i guess it is fitting because that's that's something i stole from nate larson he d- he did that to me yeah he he did something very similar like that, you know, and so I stole that from from stole Nate back. and did full it circle. It's full circle. But it is interesting though. It has to be done with the Jello cake. Yes. So you can't. Oh, it, yeah, it has to be the same dessert every time yeah. because then it's just it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. Pudding maybe a close second, but uh, yeah, you know, it's not going to work. You can't be doing this with um, like cookies or anything like right. that. Right. I'd like to go buy a central lunch these days see how much it's changed oh, yeah in the 18 years 20 18 to 20 years dude i would i would enjoy that too you get the little milk carton yeah. you can choose chocolate or regular right. i'd always go chocolate and but there was a time when they had vanilla for a short period oh which i really enjoyed right and they took it away not just regular milk it was actually flavored vanilla flavored vanilla milk yeah right more that than just the white too. milk yeah and central just trying to you know stay ahead of the times right Right, absolutely. But, but do you, no, like, do you think they still serve the tostada pizzas? Because I was always oh, a fan of those Mexican tostada yeah, pizzas, pizza, and I haven't baby. been able to find them. Sam's Club, no. Costco, they were flat. Doesn't matter uh, where I go. These were like rectangle shaped. Were they those ones or were they circle? They were more like hexagonal. They weren't hexagonal. circle. Oh, they they yes. had like some corners yes. cut off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, I knew they were weird shape. We, I think we had some other pizza that was like a rectangle. I think yes. that was a cheese pizza, though. Yes. Yeah. And Marshallville was... Meats used to sell those. Oh, I don't know if they wow. still do. That's that's cool. I wonder if um, grapes are still banned, though. We got oh, grapes yeah. banned oh, from yeah. throwing them. Yeah. Those were always uh, awesome. They'll just launch those bad boys. Grapes were probably the best cafeteria food to to throw for sure <laughs> and they banned them for the rest of the year yeah no but the grapes got banned yeah do we get anything else banned um you know nothing comes to mind 